Hi, you're listening to Oh Hey Heather, Tell Me a Story. Real stories, real experiences, by real people. I hope you enjoy. So on my way to work, is this going to be a thing? I don't know. I'm trying not to be. I'm just trying to get into the work mode, and I thought I'd listen to some great music to relax and by golly, if it wasn't Kenny Loggins and uh, Danny's song, Loggins and Messina. I apologize, this was before he went solo. And first I thought, I just love this song. I've always loved this song my whole life because it's older than I am. And it's so true today. It's one of those authentic worded songs by probably two guys in a garage or by a pool or somewhere. And they... they decided that even though I ain't got money, I'm so in love with you, honey, and it talks about all the simple things in life that you can't overlook and to just be in that moment and be in love, and that's what fuels us. I mean, otherwise, what's the point? You know, I was thinking about, like, everything from even National Geographic shows where we watch animals and we watch how they are like, this is how they mate and this is how they defend their brood and this is how they eat lions and attack them and grow in packs and blah, blah, blah. And, and when you watch it, it's fascinating because of course it's all fascinating. You want to learn and learn and learn. I mean, I feel like I'm just this sponge that wants to soak it all in and be like, oh, cool. Okay, I'm out. And I just want to stop and say, what's it all for? What's the point? What is the point of doing anything and all things? Like, why don't you just grow up and like you turn into a blob and you just lay there and you're like, feed me, see more, feed me. It's because we're, we're, we're wired to be a part of this earth. Like we, I know it's funny. And even Mark was laughing at me. He was like, you're such a dork. I'm like, I know, but I've been walking around in the yard and around the house and my bare feet more. Cause I was like, well, I watched this show, this documentary that talks about being one with the earth and feet have touched the clay and they are, you know, walk in the grass and not be all about concrete and metal and fabricated floors and uh, shoes and socks, whatever. So I was like, who knows, you know, going to be out in the yard anyway, might as well do it barefoot. And lots changed since our oldest dog had to, had to move on a little faster. Anyway, backyard's a nice place to walk. So Thinking of it all, thinking of it all, I was even thinking, you know, we just got too big. Even when Kenny Loggins and this Messina guy wrote this song, I bet they were in that moment because that's how they captured that authentic, authentic truth of their lyrics and their song and their beauty and they put it together and everyone's like, oh, I love Taylor Swift, I love Taylor Swift. It's because in those moments of her real life that she's experiencing, she's able to articulate it in a musical way. And she found the right pattern of success. And even though I feel like she needs to like take a, a shower and really like go out into a cabin and think about what's really happening around her, because I think in those worlds of celebrity and megastar and building, you end up being surrounded by all the people that help you not see the bigger picture that you once saw that got you there in the first place. It's kind of like the bigger you get, the more your world shrinks and the more smaller your tables get. And I, I think that they got too big and I think it's time to go back to why can't you just have a really good artist or performer that, you know, has their own, even though we ain't got blank, I'm so in love with you, honey. 
Because once they have money, it doesn't rhyme with honey, but it could be even though we ain't got time, I'm so in love with you, mime. Or even though we don't have peace or quiet or I don't know. I'm just saying they got too big. I, you know, I teased on my last podcast this whole Tyson thing. I was thinking about all of the uh, factories that now produce all of our foods because I was so excited to see a new box of cereal that was called Cosmic Brownies, and it even had Little Debbie's face on it. And I'm like, Cosmic Brownies are the bomb, and my children love them. And I thought, and you have it in a cereal? That's pretty cool because I don't eat them because the commitment is more than 200 calories and like four bites. So to me, those are things that I can live without, but I know my kids can like annihilate a box in two days. So I thought, I'll get these and then I can like munch on them on the side or something. Meanwhile, they stunk. And when I tasted them, it was just like a big old square flat cocoa puff. I mean, it wasn't like, holy shit, they reinvented cereal. It was just more like, I don't know. They made a bigger chocolatey puff thing that made you realize it stinks and it tastes weird. Even my kids were like, meh, I'm good. Just buy me the brownies. And then I start looking on the back. So I'm curious because now, you know, I'm all on my plastics kick about how everything is just effed. And that's why we're all going to. It's just stupid to me that we're like this big machine that's like making everything run. And then we're the same machine that's like experimented and tested and dropped down all these plastics and shit. And ugh, I'm just mad about it. But anyway, that's another day. I'm trying to be happy. I'm trying to be happy and keep a smile on my face at work. Just be great. Because if I'm not happy, everybody seems to see something in my vibe. Like there's this energy I radiate off of me. And I try not to because it might not even have anything to do with work. It's probably just this. I'm thinking about Kenny Loggins. And now I go to work. And they're like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, fine. And I just smiled. I'm like, I'm fine. I swear I'm fine. And they're like, oh, I get this vibe off you. And I'm like, yeah. So I've got to do good. Whew. But everything got too big. These food industries have to put these preservatives and things on them. So I flip over the side and I'm like, How, what is this made of? And besides every dye color there is, which I don't know how that all works, but they're dyes we're putting in our body. It says BHT for preservatives to maintain freshness. It's like it validated and justified it. It wasn't like, it was like the last thing listed because they had to explain. Like, look at the back of cereal boxes and see this. It's going to be like, yellow lake, yellow, blue, red, five, and then at the bottom, BHT for preservatives of freshness, like, so it's like, why are you explaining why you put this in there? You didn't explain why you put Yellow Lake 5 in there. So then I start Googling it, and it turns out the NIH and the WHO and all these stinking people know that this chemical, which is like a big long word, but had like hybuterol, dioxide, whatever in it, has shown to develop cancer in rats and labs and possibly humans but there haven't been enough cases reported from the fda to pull it like they get this just did to bta 
So they replace BTA with BHT until they have enough studies and five-year histories to determine, oh shit, that was bad. We better switch it to this because we have to preserve the freshness because we all need everything in a plastic bag sealed inside of a cardboard box and put on a shelf for six months so we can eat it whenever we want. And then I'm thinking, we did this to ourselves. We allowed ourselves to be like, oh, that's convenient. Yeah, yeah, that's convenient. Sure, I'll drive through, wrap it up in that plastic. And everything, even our pills that they feed us, like, not feeling good, take this pill, not feeling good, take that pill, not to put it, not, hey, you should probably exercise. Hey, you probably want to like, you know, maybe, maybe you should try meditation. You know, it's actually not a bad thing. Or, oh, maybe you should like see some therapy or maybe you should take some vitamins this way. Or why don't you try this diet that's been proven to help decrease the odds of cancer because things can't grow in an acidic environment. Or I, look, I have no idea, but threw the box away for sure. And then I started thinking about everything. The way I get bags of frozen chickens and legs and all the times you'll find out, oh, they had to pull this or, you know, porch pole had to pull this because all the lettuce had like some type of piss on it that made everybody sick. And then there was like all these chicken factories. And then I remember hearing a farmer guy talking on Joe Rogan about how not only is it trying to figure out the cleanliness of a major factory handling raw meat that they slaughtered themselves and passed through the lines, but then you throw into the fact that finding workers under those conditions, which are conditions, which gets me back into the whole employment of America, but to work in those conditions for that level of pay, you find that most of the time, people that have had conditioned environments to understand the American dream are like, F that. I'd rather do this for 10 bucks an hour. Or I'd rather do that for 10 bucks an hour, but I'm not doing that. So then you end up with immigration of people doing it. And sadly, immigrants who are still trying to start out have found that the best way they can build their history quick is by all moving in together because they don't have families to bounce around or, or support. And most people don't even America don't either. But anyway, you're going to find 10 people hold up in a house that they're all splitting the rent on and the landlord's like hundred bucks a head. True story. And then the next thing you know, you've got everybody living there and they're sending all their money back home because that's why they're here to make money to send back home. Because even though we ain't got money, I'm still in love with you, honey. And then they go from there to back to the factory where there's like, oh, hey, 10 of us are going to share one bathroom and we're going to do our best to have our respect because we do have respect and, and we do work hard, but this is just the facts of the life we live in. And then we're going to come to work and then we're going to have these issues. And then everybody's going to be like, oh, hey, guess what? The bags that got shipped to this region of the country actually had some type of tainted salmonella poisoning. So we're going to have to pull the whole order because we can't trace anything back to nothing because we have no idea because there's so many possible ways to contaminate masses of millions of things in order to produce all of us a cheap frozen bag in the shelf. And maybe it's time we all just said, Whew, Taylor Swift, slow down, man. Get a little smaller. Let's figure out how to regionalize all of our things so that we don't have to feel like you're not really a star until you go global because the ladder up to the very, very top is so flipping steep that you can't breathe. I think you've gone past the atmosphere. So let's pull it all back. Tyson, why don't you start investing in smaller regional farms that can help you? You know, I drive by at least two, get this like 
fertilizer places and I don't mean fertilizer well that's true Ooh, that's a good thing that's funny do you know I literally probably have between five miles the entire factory of what makes fertilizers and ground sprays for all of your weeds and pests but then to top it off I actually have a, a fertilizer plant where they have bulls that are like badass bulls and the entire place which is like a campus of acres of different types of buildings and things and labs and engineers and people who are making like the baddest of bad bull sperms and then they like like eject them and get them out and then they ship them to people who pay thousands and thousands of dollars so that they can then impregnate their bull or their girls so that they have that kind of badass bull to create their cows and then I was thinking, they're not creating those cows to like, I mean, you can't have that size of an operation because you're going to help the Bull Riders Association, PBR, you're not, or PRB, you're not, so obviously you're raising them to make them fine meals, am I correct? I don't know, I guess I didn't ask what their end goal was, but I would just think by the sustainability of that size of an operation, it's probably not just because you've got kids in 4-H that have to show their cow. So what if they start partnering on branding the best chicken by name? And, you know, if you want to have, I don't know, because they have funny names, like just like the horses in the Kentucky Derby. So if you have a, if you have a uh, hunk of slab of steak from Magula Cuddy's Pride Farm sire, I don't know, I just, I don't even know where that came from, then you pay this pound per pound, and then you build your little ladder of exquisite cuisine for the elitists that need to be above us all, and you also can make different rounds of new chicken that creates Tyson to have, like, legs, because with logistics and blockchain and all that crap going on why couldn't they instead of having one mega factory they actually have smaller factories spread out throughout the country that have better practices better work life better pay and and you're probably gonna be like whoa 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 you're gonna drive up the price of chicken am i really i mean how much would you save in recalls how much would you save in major logistics when it's all going to be more computerized at that point and less driving and less fuel and less trucks. And each place could then service their one, but have consistency like the Starbucks of chicken factories. Every single one pumped out is the right guy, McGillicuddy or whatever that is. So that was my thought. Then they could get special subsidies from the counties or the, or the cities where they know they have issues with work labor force, immigration, crime, and they get subsidies to put them there where they can process because usually wherever those towns happen, they have rural farmers all around the outside of it that they can then work with them to help boost the economy in the entire region and they can help make these worker people get better life situations and housing. So we could actually fix problems by decentralizing all of these factories that feed the mouths of thousands, millions and instead make them thousands and make them outreaches of them. I just think it would be really cool. And then Tyson could also reinvest in all kinds of different merchandise, um, seasonings, poultry, cooks, recipes, but they could also just 
I know they're chicken. You're like, Heather, you've been talking about cows and they're chickens. It's the same deal with chicken. There's poultry factories everywhere. And I remember many of them. There was a huge one in Iowa and that's where they're based out of. So for them to do the same, they could actually help change that as well. I think all beef, pork, chicken, and even seafood, there's horrible practices and it's almost become like the drug business. And if we figure out ways to regionalize it out, you're also stopping that from happening. But anyway, have the government give them different tax breaks, different health insurance breaks, uh, different ways to make their employees have a better work environment so that they can grow, evolve, and educate as well and have better living conditions. And then in the meantime, they can also refuel local state taxes into what they're doing to help fund a very good support system around that area. It's like you got a responsibility here. The bigger you get, the more you've got to help. And if you can make an impact for your workers and their lives and their children, well, then everybody could be happy. And this song would make sense for more people than just those of us that have the gift of seeing the silver lining. People smile and tell me I'm the lucky one And we've just begun Think I'm gonna have a son He will be like she and me as free as a dove Conceived in love Sun is gonna shine above Even though we ain't got money I'm so in love with honey, everything will bring a change of love, and in the morning when I rise, bring a tear of joy to my eyes and tell me everything's gonna be alright, seems as though a month ago I was beta cat. Never got high. Oh, was a sorry guy. But now a smile, a face, a girl that shares my name. Yeah. Now I'm through with the game. This boy will never be the same.
So it's just right after lunch. And uh, I am at home getting ready to actually work with myself self-ejected out of the workplace to come home to specifically focus on a very important project. And here I am. I'm sitting on the floor of my master bedroom, feeling compelled once again to record myself talking in my head because I'm getting too racy again. And uh, it always seems to help me cue up the next one. I feel like the more I do this, odd as this sounds, the more productive I'm finding myself at work and progressive in my attitude toward how I'm seeing things. And it's actually paying off for myself because I'm sitting here next to a fan because I think I came up with a creative idea and it's sorry, my throat is dry (coughs) it's propped up against the air conditioner vent which is right outside of my master closet and it's a nice master closet that uh, we share and there's no like filtration in there so there's no like I mean, you can stand in it and put your arms out and, like, do a circle and, you know, you'll, that's it. But, so it's not a big room, but you can still walk in there and twirl around. So, anyway, I've just been noticing as we've switched out our seasons and summer's officially here that clothes are just, like, stale. But I don't know how to explain it. Like, they're all clean and everything is fine and they feel fresh when you put them on but they've lost that love and feeling of being fresh and I'm sure it's because they've been sitting there for a long time but there's also no air circulation so I thought you know what it's either take everything out and rewash it all and and go through that process or what if I circulate fresh air throughout and do a little Febreze shuffle it around and see if that helps so I'm sitting here laughing because I have technically been home for 90 minutes after what I think was a very productive day I I feel like I had a lot of great conversations that helped other people progress in what they were doing for their day in a positive way so that they could complete some things and, and then headed off to complete my own And I justified doing the laundry, answering some texts, going ahead and tackling my teen son's room for organization and cleanliness for guests coming over the weekend. Vacuumed. Trash out. Laundry from the basement up folded and put away. And then after I vacuumed, I realized my thoughts were all culminating again, which is awesome because that means I've hit the power of where I go into just curious mode, I guess, of thinking through things. And as I was sitting here thinking about all the decisions I made today, whether because it was I have to back out and should I turn left or right and go down this street to... 
Uh, should I start a podcast or should I leave the office and go home and try to tackle a project? All these are decisions too, but some other ones are more important than others. But through organizing the room, I'm like, why do I always do this? Why do I always have a burst full of creative energy that I want to go tackle a very important project that I'm behind on because I lack that sometimes? And then I get the opportunity and I blow through 90 minutes of it, justifying it as lunchtime and now just procrastination when actually... What if it's not procrastination, but this is actually progression? Because now I feel like I'm able to articulate what it is I've been trying to say that I came home to try and sketch to use rough outlines and pictures and diagrams to explain what I'm trying to make some important things look like so that we can revamp our entire like collateral stuff. And... Because of the interruptive way you, you exit, which it's not bad, it just is. Um, I mean, you want to go say goodbye to everyone and follow up on any loose ends. So it's kind of like when you're saying goodbye to family after a nice family dinner and evening. You spend 45 minutes in the driveway chit-chatting before you finally leave. It's just cool. It's an honored thing. And it's just that talk, kind of talk that builds relationships and shows that you don't want it to stop so anyway it's not a complaint it's just a fact and then you drive home and I have to decide either what kind of podcast am I listening to do I want anything to you know is true crime going to disrupt my way of thinking so then it's positive music so anyway (laughs) randomness decisions I think this is progression because I almost have to work my way into such a simplistic yet accomplished way that as I gain these little wins and check off to-dos in my head for my home that I'm going to have to do anyway, whether I do them tonight or now, as a win-win scenario for me to slowly digress and re-establish what it is I'm trying to do, how I'm thinking through it, and the best way to communicate it. And then figure out in my mind how I can take visible chunks to measure my day so that I can get through this. So like I've already divided it down into categorizing it to where now I know I'm working on one section of one part. And that's when it hit me of progression not or not progression what the heck am I saying process this is a part of my process like I'm trying to identify how I can be the most productive I can be because I figure the more I knock things out quickly the less time I have to do muddling around doing them it's like one less thing I'm dragging around I also think fans are soothing, don't you? I don't know if it's a thing because they've been around my whole life or what, but box fans are underrated. You can go get one for eighteen ninety six, and they do their job. Sorry. I'm going to go get to work now. I'm very excited. And I'm also happy that I've always been beating myself up like, 
come on, Heather, just focus. Get it done. Get this done. You know you need to get it done. You know how to do this. You've done this crap a million times. What's your problem? Like, that's the kind of stuff I tell myself. Like, come on, come on, let's go, let's go. Get up off the couch. Come on, let's get it done. And I find myself easily distracted, like taking off smaller projects, little bites out of little things. But all in all, still moving things forward. It's just because I always have to create value for myself. I mean, for myself and my uh, check writer. And be behind it, which I am. So there's that. But there's like this high standard of I got to get it done. I got to get it done. I gotta get, and I need that to just go away. So I got to get away by actually just flipping doing it and getting it over with. It's the same little voice in your head that tells you you got to get on the treadmill after work. And you got to keep telling yourself that until you finally do it. And I'm, I'm ready to do it, but I realize that this is not sitting on the couch. This is accomplishing things in my life that are giving me bits and pieces of success so that I'm ready to tackle big decisions that drive a lot of things and doing it in a very, very intentional way that <coughs> communicates across all different kinds of people. Maybe I should get away from this fan. I think I'm getting a dry throat. So I'm going to go do that because I think this is part of my process. This isn't procrastinating. This is going to make me better because I'm slowly but surely doing less and less and more menial things to accomplish that make me then have free thought to get back on focus of what I need so that I can then get busy and then crank it out. Still got a lot of things beat. (laughs) All right, thanks. And there you have it, another episode of Oh Hey Heather. I hope it has made you think of a story of your own, or how you could relate to this one, or if anything, just something you could enjoy. Thanks everyone, and have a great one.